What's going on? Victor Cruz here, and you're listening to the Victor Cruz Show. And I'm just here, I guess. This yeah, is PR. PR's also here. I'm sorry. Uh, PR's also here. You know what? We're not going to do this. You know what? I'm going to do the plug they asked us to do on Winter Circle Media, and I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Start the show, shall we? Shall we do this? This is Victor Cruz, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Victor Cruz Show. As always, I come into this office, I turn on this laptop, I get the mics rolling, and then PR just happens to walk in. I don't know how he gets a key, I don't know how he gets in, but he's here. Announce yourself, please. No. Okay. No. If that's, they, they if that's what you choose. You know what? We're going to do a poll. Not this show. How many people tune in because it's the Victor Cruz show? How many people tune in because I'm just here? Gladly. <laughs> not Gladly. this week. We'll do it later. Later. We'll later. Later. But listen, before you even go any further, okay. I mean, we want to play. You got your phone out. What's yeah, going on, man? Cool. This wasn't rehearsed, so hopefully it works. Um, let's just listen. It's not working. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Time to salsa. Here's my favorite part coming up. Victor Cruz, welcome back. <laughs> I gotta give producer E, man, the credit on that one, man. No greater way to start this show, man. Victor Cruz, welcome back. Appreciate it, man. I mean, <laughs> talk to us. Yo, if anybody, right to it, man. if anybody knows me, they know like you know how how hard I've worked, how humble I am about the way I go about anything I do. Um, but man, man, this one, this one was one. This one was one for for the books. Like you know, when you want to draw it up, when you want to paint the picture, or you want to. You know, create the statement of how you want to move forward and, and how you want to paint the next chapter, how you want to start it off. You can't paint it any better than that, man. It's it's really crazy. What was it like? Did you sleep the night before? I did not sleep. I was up <laughs> uh, uh, periodically every two hours. Then I stayed up at like six o'clock and was just like, man, screw this. And I just started watching Narcos, believe it or not. <laughs> Shout out to Narcos. Shout out to Escobar. You know, this show's crazy. If you had to guess, how much how much did you actually sleep? If I had to guess, I probably got a solid five hours of sleep. Five hours of sleep. How much do you normally five, six, get seven? pregame? I mean, pregame, I'd like to get a good seven, eight. Wow. At least. Wow. You know. Coming out the tunnel. Butterflies, nervous, you almost puke. Um, the warm-up before walking out the tunnel was crazy because it's just fans and everybody's yelling and you're in Jerry World. There's 150,000 people that are about to pour into this place mm. and it's just, you know, it's a lot. And there were a ton of Giants fans there, tons of Giants fans. So to be in that atmosphere, just warming up, got my headphones on, I'm rocking, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in a good groove, I'm in a good space, I'm throwing the ball with Eli warming up. Um, so that was that was it for me. I was like, yo, I'm out here. I made it. You know what I'm saying? I'm hype already. Like, and then to get dressed and come out there for that for that uh, national anthem, man, insane. Just you can't even the the feeling, the the nervousness, the anxiety, the the you know being emotional because you haven't been here in so long, you haven't done this routine in so long, and then your body feels fantastic, so you're ready to just. You know what I'm saying? Conquer whatever you need to conquer out there on the field. So it's definitely a blessing, man. I, w- I was telling everyone, you know, we were all watching here. Um, 
watching the game and, and anyone that would ask me, I was like, I just need him to catch a pass. It could be for no yards. See him to catch a pass, and need him to get hit, and need him to get up, and then it's time to play. Mm-hmm. Talk about the first catch, getting hit, and what that process was like. That first catch, <laughs> it's funny because on the sideline, like they, you know, I made sure that I wasn't going to go down on the ground on the first catch, right? So whatever it was, something near the sideline, like I was going to stay upright. So they're trying to bring me down, and I'm, like, shrugging one off, and then I, like, shrug the other one off. And then as soon as they let me go, I, like, swing my arm to, like, insinuate, like, get off me. Get off me. But they, were, they weren't even touching me anymore. <laughs> like, I was so excited, yo, to just have the ball and just do something that it was just perfect, man. So that first catch, and then to hear the crew's chance as loud as I in did. In Dallas, by the way. In Dallas, man. So I'm... I can't even imagine what this home, this first home game is gonna gonna be like. Not even just for me, but like for the entire team coming off such an emotional win, carrying that energy over to New Orleans Saints. Man, it's it's gonna be uh, an amazing atmosphere at one o'clock on Sunday. So you're in the red zone, mm-hmm. right? Which we affectionately call get money zone. Absolutely, right, it's time to get it's money. The green zone. It's the green we call zone. it the green. Yes, zone. time to get the money. Um, what you remember? Was it third down? Was it third and goal? Or was oh. it? Oh, OP, it was third down. <laughs> don't think that I don't know the scenario for one second here. Uh, yeah, it was third down. We did like a hurry-up offense. We ran a play and got close. And then uh, Eli kind of hurried us onto the ball and kind of gave us our you know, our signals. So when you get the signal, you know like... Oh. When I get the signal, I look inside and I'm like, okay, we got a, we got a shot. Okay. Like if this pans out like per, in the perfect world, I'm going to sit right there, six yards, and he's going to hit me with the now, football. Now, without giving up anything, you can't give up. Are you primary target on this play? It depends on it depends on the uh, it depends on the coverage. Okay. Um. So he'll he'll have a you know a cover two beater on one side and then he'll have a man beater on the other side. So okay. if he doesn't get one of the two, he can pick. If I get zone over here, I got this. Okay. If I get man over here, I, I can bail. I, I got a bailout throw over here too. So when you line up, are you trying to keep cool? Like oh. I'm shit, this yeah, it's hard. It's hard because you know, like, because you know, like, and, and the crazy thing is, you like, okay, if this play goes, if this play goes completely bad, I know how I can make. Like, okay. you're also reading that out too, okay. you know. So it's, the minute the ball is snapped, it went to shit. Like the whole thing, everybody's <laughs> everywhere, and then I, that's why I had to kind of wait and be patient and like wait for it to develop. And then I was supposed to sit it down right there and be stationary, but I saw the backer kind of just move over, and I saw that little gap in between. I just curled in there, man, and caught the football, and the rest is uh, the rest so, is history. So, I mean, it was short distance, and Eli threw a fastball on you. Any time to think, like, oh, shit, this is it? No, no, no. No time. No time. To, you catch that thing. You just, work, you just make sure you catch it, two hands, lock it in. And then it's time to dance, yo. So you go to the dance. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been a long time since you danced, brother. Yo, the thing I've been telling people, like, the thing that encourages me each and every time, and I, this is how I even sometimes remember my steps, because I don't know exactly what steps I'm going to hit them with, like, in that specific <laughs> moment. It depends on the severity of the touchdown okay. first. Um, but then I always, look, I, in the crowd, there's a Giants fan always in the end zone mm. somewhere. And then they're doing it before I can even start. Oh, like, they see me in the end in zone. In Dallas. In Dallas, no less. Wow. So if you see, like, I point at them right before I begin mm-hmm. to dance. So I point at them and I'm like, oh, okay, I see you working up there. Mm-hmm. And then I do, I do my, little, my little dance. So listen, we love, kind of like children, right? You love all your teammates equal. I'm a huge Giants fan. Um, going back to like Joe Morris, Lawrence Taylor, Coach Parcells, I'm a Giants fan. 
true and through. Um, so I love all I love all your teammates, but the big boy uh, Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna need him <laughs> to take two steps to the left and let you do your celebration. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like he push it there. I think everyone. I mean, we joke obviously, but I think what was dope to me aside from being you know personally happy for you and and just seeing all the hard work that was put into you coming back and, and it, you know kind of culminating on that moment was how happy your teammates genuinely were. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like no pouting, I didn't get it, or it wasn't like the generic high five. Like, your team, like, Odell's here, snapping pictures. It's crazy. Like, like did you feel that? Like, the genuine excitement and support of your teammates? I did, and I felt it the whole day, man. Like, just warming up for that game, and like, all my teammates, like, I'm ready to see you. I'm ready, let's do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and just having them in my corner, I mean, they don't even know how much that helps me mentally. And just knowing that they're on my side too, man, to just be great and only expect greatness out of me is is a beautiful thing. So when I came to that sideline and saw the love they were giving me, I knew it was it was definitely real. I'll tell you this: if if you and I were writers and we were writing a Hollywood script, <laughs> and it culminated with you scoring, because by the way, it was the winning touchdown. Yeah, right, the winning Crazy. touchdown in Dallas, season yeah. opener. Correct me if I'm wrong. Dallas had been seven and zero in, in opening games against you guys. Yes, true. Right? We haven't won an opening won game since 2010. 2010 right? Yeah. Yep. Actually, do a little research, producer. He had research. He actually works. <laughs> he actually is a useful resource on this show. Who would have thought it? I'm stunned. <laughs> so, so um, game-winning touchdown. If we would have write this into a script, no one would believe. It's not believable. It's not even believable, Home-grown man. Kid, undrafted. Serious injury comes back, another injury like this seven hundred days. Yeah, this shit doesn't like, happen. This, this does, does, does that hit you? Like it, it does. Like it literally like the does. The magnitude of like this shit doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. This do, people don't get. People don't even get this opportunity to have it happen. You know what I mean? So, for me to have this opportunity and for them to believe in me. To know that I can overcome whatever it is that set me back is it's just an unbelievable feeling. Like I don't know if anyone anyone else has ever done that or even mm-hmm. had that, you know what I mean? Seven hundred days, man. It's insane. A lot of hard work. I quit it. stuff after seven days. If it doesn't go my way, I'm like, you know what? That's it. It's just not in the cards for me. It's over. Seven days. Um, oh man. So, I will say I will say this too. I right. pride myself in being like a stand up dude. Never reacting and kind of always keeping it, you know. Oh, I reacted. <laughs> I went into them Twitter drafts and I pulled up them tweets of people saying Victor Cruz should be cut. Victor Cruz shouldn't be back. Our good friend Ronnie, which we'll talk about in a second, you know, he tweeted. Many people are going to eat their words. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, I know you missed nothing. So I know you saw a lot of that stuff that was said during the process or not. Was it vindication? How'd you feel? And kudos to you for not reacting because you didn't, you know. You definitely had the platform to be like, I told you guys. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, did you sense that and kind of was it gratifying for you? It was absolutely gratifying because you understand, you know, what you've been through and how hard you've worked. And you see the people that have said things that are, you know, negatively affecting your rehab and the things that mm-hmm. you do. So. I read it. I use it as motivation. I used it as motivation. I still do because it's <laughs> the irony of how, you know, this marketing thing works in, in, in this game is that you never know when you see those people again mm-hmm. and how, how they act when it's the other way around. So 
I understand that everything comes full circle and I just wanted to, you know, remain myself. I'm a humble dude that just wants to be, you know, great at whatever he's put his mind to at every level. And, and, um, and I knew I was going to get back to that level. I had faith in myself and my abilities. So I mean, actually, that's like you've always, you've always gotten love from your city, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's always, I've, I've been out with you, and whether it's a restaurant, whether it's an appearance, whether whatever it is, there's always love. I've never seen any athlete get as much love, as genuine love as you get. Is, has the love been a little greater since Sunday? Have you sensed, like, has life changed a little bit in the last couple of days? Yo, life has definitely changed. <laughs> like, everywhere I go, people are like, you know, good, congrats on the game, welcome back. It's, I mean, it's just love, man, and it's just, you know, to just be feeling this love, to be from here, to have everyone know who you are. It's just an amazing feeling, and obviously... And you go somewhere and they're sending out free food. Like, who's going to turn that down? Right, P? Like, no one turns down free food. Listen, I've been out with you when the bill comes and it's like a smiley face when you open it. Right? Mind you, when I'm not out with you, i got to check the bill because they're charging me for extra shit. They're overcharging. Like, Yo, I didn't order these cheesy pies. That's not what I ordered. Uh, so life is definitely good when I go out to eat with you. Um, what is, what's practice been like this week? Like, you know, it's, I, always, I always joke, like, in football, like, you don't get to savor, like, those wins, you know, for too long. It's like you're on the highest of highs, and then it's Tuesday before you know, and it's right back to the grind. Like, mm-hmm. have you, are you back in it already? Like, We're back in it. We're already, you know, today was our first practice moving out to New Orleans, to the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, we wrapped that up. We watched the film. We corrected everybody, corrected ourselves, and, 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 uh, and then we went on from there. So uh, today we're... Back in it, back in the full swing. Still move on from it, although you know the press and media remind you of it as they want to, you know, um, construct their stories for the week and whatnot. So, um, but we're definitely moved on. We're we're in full swing. Uh, I was talking to a friend and I was saying how this is a dangerous game, right? Because you had the home opener, you had you coming back your first game, you had Dallas in Dallas, right? And you're going up against a Saints team. That lost a tough, a close one, if I'm not mistaken, right? To Oakland. Um, to Oakland. Um, 0-1, um, you know, it's a trap game, right? It's one of those mm-hmm. that if you don't come and, and you, they have Mr. Drew Brees over there, who's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, he threw for 400 yards just uh, on really? Sunday. Yeah, and a loss. God, you have to go go for your breath play. <laughs> um, what are you expecting from the Saints game? Um, I, I honestly, I expect a, a pretty good game. Um, you know, if you, if anybody knows those guys, they come to play. They can put points up on the board. Um, but we're going to have to score some points as well. I mean, their three starting corners are all uh, rookies or first-year players. So it should be interesting. You know, every, you know, they get a paycheck too. So we got to go in there and understand what we're facing and be diligent and not take them for granted and, and, and then go about our business. But... I think it's going to be a good game. Anytime they come see us, Drew Brees understands how to control the clock, how to control his team, put himself in positions uh, to win the ball game. Um, what, what was it like? Um, you have the young kid, your fellow receiver, the rookie, Shepard. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like seeing him go through his first game? And was there anything where you put your arm around him and kind of like, hey, watch out for this? Like, have you taken him under your wing? I know everyone always talks about you and Odell, but he'll be a big part of your mm-hmm. success this season as well. Like, Absolutely. Um, I definitely had a conversation. I mean, he's had that one game. His first game, he has the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows, <laughs> right? Like, you score a touchdown, your first touchdown in the league in the first game, 
you know, you're from Oklahoma, like uh-huh. ton of family at the game, mm-hmm. and then you you know you turn the wrong way and around and you give up an interception. So it's just like he, mm-hmm. he's had you know ups and downs. So it's just a matter of coming to him and teaching him how to you know have a short term memory, especially during the game. We'll we'll handle that you know tomorrow. Like we'll worry about that later. Like when you're in the game, stay locked into the game mm-hmm. and stay focused on your task and what you have to do. And I think he. Uh, I think he's he's growing up quickly, so he's it's gonna have to. He's gonna have to exactly. Well, it's funny because we're watching the game and he scores a touchdown. We're like, yes, he's gonna be big for us this year. Then he goes and like you know, as a mishap on a player, runs the wrong route. You're like, he's a rookie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's a rookie. You know, like exactly like, really the extremes. Um, no, listen, as I think about it, right? It's crazy because we just said how you on the highs of highs of Dallas, then you have this game. Um, but then the following week, I know you hate to look forward, but it's the Redskins game, right? Which is mm-hmm. a rivalry game. Totally, like, is, is Coach McAdoo making sure you guys are focused on this game and only this game coming up? Yeah, I think he's doing a great job of keeping us locked into what our task is at hand. And I think we understand that our team is in a really, really good space, man. We're... You know, we got music at practice. We're we're grooving. We're getting our work done. We listen to a little bit of everything. Yeah. Be like, who picks the playlist? It's um a, a guy named Triggs. Shout out to Triggs. He's like our, our video guy and does a ton of things for us. And um, so they bring out speakers and we literally, I can send him literally, I can send him nine screenshots of songs and he'll not only will he go get them, but he'll edit them and take the curse words out <laughs> and play them seriously. Yeah, so like it. that's love. I love it. You know, so we hear everything from you know. Do, we have this thing called TV timeouts where we have like five minutes to have a drink and then travel to the next. Like simulating uh, game timing. Exactly, okay. exactly. So, um, so during that time, he'll play like the Law and Order intro music. Like he'll play the Seinfeld ah. intro music. You know what I'm saying? So we're getting that, and then during the practice, we're getting Young Thug, Jay. Uh, Drake, we're getting Kodak Black is heavy because half our team is from Florida, so um, Kodak Black is a pop, uh, you know, a favorite. J. Cole, I mean, everything, any, any, and everything. You know, I had to sneak in a little Fetty Wap in there too, just <laughs> just so we're even, yeah. <laughs> just so we're clear. Like, hey, so we've talked about the Saints. I think that's something I'll say just as important as as the Saints themselves as a team is two words every athlete loves: home opener. I think for you it carries even more weight because, like, home's literally like a home, mm-hmm. right? Have you thought about what that feeling is going to feel like? Have you thought about, like, coming out to that state? Like, I haven't, man. I've just been, you know, <laughs> just thinking about it alone is crazy. But um, I, haven't thinking, I haven't thought about it just yet. I'm kind of just taking every day as they come, getting through these practices, making sure I'm understanding what I need to do. But, man, I know when I come out that tunnel – it's going to be a, a, a full range of emotions, man, and especially coming off of the week one win. Everybody's excited. I mean, you know, I got about 35 tickets divvied out to this so, game. So what was that ticket request? No, we're going to own the one, <laughs> <laughs> like, three rows of that uh, entire section. It's just going to be us. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. Preparate, papi. <laughs> hey, you guys, Preparate. Just, you guys just released uh, Color Rush. We did release the color rush, yeah. White on white. White on white. Um, I posted a funny snap on my joint today. They they put the mannequin with the color rush jersey on in front of my locker today. And I'm just like, who did this, V? Physically in front of your Physically. And I'm just like, who dragged this out here and put it? But it was, uh, it's pretty cool to see the jersey in front of us. Um, It's dope, too. It's like the vintage, like the, uh, um, 
Lawrence Taylor throwback joints, the white on white with the blue and the red and the old school giants written out on the side of the helmets. Dope. So that's what you're wearing. We're wearing that. No, we're wearing that. Uh, the the Thursday game. We have a Thursday night game, the second to last game of the season. So we're worth it. And I know you so well. It's gonna be freezing. You I'm probably already have like your gloves laid out for that. You know your socks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Naturally, like I'm going white out, white all the way out, <laughs> like Coco. Hey, one thing. Last thing on the on the Cowboys game. Your cleats. Your cleats got mm-hmm. a lot. You and Odell a lot of uh, media attention. Um, especially just given what's going on in, in the world of sports. Absolutely. You want to talk about your cleats a little bit and, and what it meant to you personally. Um, so shout out to Kikasso, uh crazy designer that uh, that painted the cleats for Odell and I. Um, September 11th is, a, is always something that's, you know, deeply rooted for me. My dad being a fireman and him being one of the uh, one of the firemen ladders that uh, firehouse ladders that got call to go to ground zero a couple of days after uh every, after se- September 11th and you know to wear those cleats definitely meant honoring my dad honoring the people that died for this country honoring the people that you know sacrificed their lives on the day of 9/11 in that you know disaster uh at the World Trade Center so wearing those cleats shout out to the NFL for not finding us we appreciate you um, and we will continue to try and push the envelope until you not find us. <laughs> um, speaking of that, you, you know, a credit to you and Odell. Um, you guys weren't positive if you were going to get fined or not in wearing those, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you don't know. Especially at the time, you know how patriotic it is. You know what the moment is. You know what it, what the moment means. Um, but, you know, rules are rules. And the NFL lives and dies by those rules. So you just never know. I, I mean, but you see cases like this where they – um, you know, they make exceptions to the rule for for great causes. What you do with the cleats? They're in my locker. I wore them again today for practice. Really? Be with you. Yeah. Think about throwing them on eBay, though. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. You pay for that fine money? No, I got to keep those, man. I got the ball, too, my touchdown ball. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. Very hey, dope. I saw on your snap, and maybe you can or can't talk about it, someone, I don't know how this is even physically possible, Someone gave you a framed picture of your touchdown celebration. Crazy. Like, the next morning. Yo, shout out to JP Morgan Chase and Lois back on and the lovely, lovely oh, people. So <laughs> <laughs> the lovely people at JP Morgan Chase. I go in there for a routine meeting about, you know, my finances and they have a gift for me. And I'm just like, come on guys, like what are you doing? And I open the gift. It's a framed photo of the touchdown in Dallas with Odell, you know, taking the photo positioned perfectly. It's one of the dopest photos I've seen in a very long time, and now I have it framed. Literally, like, the touchdown was, like, 16 hours prior to that meeting. Maybe 16 hours <laughs> on the dot. <laughs> on the dot. So and much for that gift. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I scrapped on my screen. <laughs> Done, though. Oh, man. Um, but that, I, I hung it up immediately in the crib. It's, a, it's an amazing shot. Do you still keep stuff? Do you still keep, like, you know, like, Someone with the decorated career you have, like high school, college, you know, Super Bowl. Oh, I have all, you know, I have stuff still. Like, you know, I have a storage bin with my dad's um, literally coach jackets. Wow! Like wow. and the designs on some of the designs on those, and I have my old Letterman jackets from Patterson Catholic High School. I have cleats, gloves. I, I'm a hoarder. Like I don't hoard things. But I'm a football, like, high school cop. I'm a hoarder with that stuff, man. My jersey, cleats, helmet. I have a UMass helmet at the crib. Like, 
I hoard that stuff because I don't know. I'm, it's like sentimental footage, value. Footage. I have foot. Well, see, producer well, I was, e, That's I, a. I was that's just gonna amazing say. Amazing segue. We should compare like like collection. Okay. Like your like varsity jackets and letters, okay. trophies, cleats, all that. Uh-huh. Mine and yours. Yeah, okay. mine. Um, I don't know about you. I played three sports. In you played school. three sports. Yeah, Is there well, any physical? Or evidence or I'm film. Sure, sure there's footage. You didn't hoard that. You just took everything. No. You just you left that. There was this flood. Oh, there, there was this flood on the this, lower east side, yeah, right? Lower east side. Got it. Got it. Below, <laughs> I don't really want to get into the technicalities of it. Yo, there's kids that listen to this show. Don't miss. Don't miss God. Don't miss God. Hey, hey, by the way, by the way, I, yo, shout out to our rookies. I'm not going to name who they are, but we asked one of our rookies to spell squirrel today. Okay. I'm not. I'll leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. Can you tell us what position he plays? Nope. Offense or defense? Offense. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna get that out of him. Next show, we'll we'll ask for another clue. Yo. Hey, um, switching gears. Last night, you and I had the the esteemed pleasure. The esteemed pleasure to uh, attend actually a couple functions of of one of our good friends, a great friend of the show, and a, a great friend of ours. Uh, Ronnie Five. It's always amazing to see how he's moving out here, man. Like some of the things that he's doing, you're just like, how? How is this kid from Queens doing a collaboration? Not just a collaboration, not only bringing back the OG colorways of, of Bergdorf Goodman, but creating a shop within a shop that is a permanent shop. It's permanent. I don't know if you knew that, Pete. Like, it's permanently well, in there. Well, well, I didn't know it until the gentleman that spoke and did the toast, mm-hmm. right, from Bergdorf said, um, not only is it permanent, but normally we start all of our designers. Mm-hmm. And these, these are designers you know today, the Tom Fords of the world. The Mark you know, Jacobs. Like, the... We start all of them with half a rack. That's crazy. Right, like half a rack. And no one touches the logo. No one touches the Bergdorf logo. And he was like, we broke all of the rules to get Ronnie and his brand in here. And I think, you know, I think it was special because so for those, for those of you that don't know, he did a dinner last night at Bergdorf's, um, small intimate dinner, probably 20 people, 25 people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was dope to see him around people he loves and people that love him. And I could tell he was a little overwhelmed by the moment. He definitely was. I mean, if anybody knows Ronnie, they hate, they, they know how much he hates the attention on him. Right. He loves being just the guy that creates and, and you know, does the one-two, and then he's out of here back in the lab creating the next thing. You know what I mean? So, but I told him, you know, these are conversations we've had. you got to take time to appreciate what you've done. You've done so much in this year alone. Like, it's not Black Friday hasn't even come around. Holiday is just around the corner. Do you imagine what this guy's going to do for holidays? So it's just like... Man, just kudos to you, dog, for being an inspiration to to not only myself but the entire culture of fashion. Now, I mean, you know, you open, he's opened eyes Absolutely. from everyone. GQ people were there. Everyone's there, just wanting to be a part of this moment. Um, and I was just happy to be a part of the inaugural thing. Shout out to Mace, yo. Shout out to Fab. Shout out to the Lock. Shout out to Mace. Shout out to ASAP Rocky. Shout out to Ja Rule. Yep. Um, all of them performed at Kithland, by the crazy. way. It was crazy. Ronnie's uh, first fashion show. Mm-hmm. And he had, uh, the theme was New York, old school New York, yep. right? Yep. And he had performances in between each collection. Unexpected. So you didn't know who was going to come out next. So I started with Fab. 
Then the collection, then the locks. The locks, yeah. Then the collection, then the mace. Then the collection, and then, and then it was, it was it, over, and then Ja Rule came on later. Kind of like an after party yeah, thing, and yeah. Was still there, and then ASAP. And then ASAP finished it off. Um, he so tries to be like shy about like it's not about me. I'm kind of <laughs> exactly. sitting in the corner. I'm like, dude, you realize like what you just pulled off, man. Like, um, speaking of collections, speaking of holidays, and you have no idea where I'm going with this. And this I'm a little nervous. Um, can we speak about Easter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Easter's an interesting month, man. It's an interesting time. Can we speak about Easter? What's going on around Easter? You want, um, you want to talk about that a little we, bit? I don't know if I'm at liberty. It's a little far out for that one. <laughs> um, but we got some We got some good things coming up for holiday, though. So holiday's Ooh. an interesting time. Okay. Let's talk. Holiday's a great time to just, you know, get things, get gifts for your friends and family. Okay. I mean, you can even get gifts now for your toddlers. It's it, you know, there's there's a toddler yeah. option coming. Smaller sizes for you guys out mm-hmm. there. So anything passionate, true Victor Cruz sneakerhead fans should be on the lookout for. Um, Let's just say in the next in 2016. Yeah, 2016. There's definitely some things to be on the lookout for. There's definitely um, some 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 things that I've been working on diligently that I've. That I'm excited about, and then to go into 2017 um, to carry those things over, doing two more collaborations, um, doing some work with major major brands. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year next year, and there's definitely some sneakerhead uh, availabilities out there for you guys for sure. So no Easter. Easter. We're not gonna talk about Easter, man. <laughs> but man, oh man, what a time! What a, what a time. time! What a time! <laughs> Hey, man, so we're going to close this up. Yeah. Uh, in closing, man, uh, Giants fans, home opener 2016, the first time they got to see you and your teammates in uniform, but you in uniform and going on two years. Um, what are you excited about? What are you looking forward to? What are you asking of the fans? Um, I'm just excited to just play, man. At this point, I'm not, I don't put any pressure on myself. I don't need to do x y and z to you know prove anything to anyone i'm just out there playing like a kid again having fun and i just encourage you fans to just come have fun come come to these games come watch us you know catch these football score touchdowns win score all the things that you'd love to see us do i think we're definitely on 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 our way to achieving those tasks so just come have fun with me enjoy this journey enjoy these moments that we're sharing together and um and and the outcome will be fantastic. So as producer E mentioned off air, you made a prediction or you you called out a stat line last oh, time, man. right? Which we played on on social. Any any stat lines you want to call out um, in your career against the Saints? Uh, well, career against the Saints. The last time I played against the Saints, I had uh, the Saints. I had somewhere around seven catches for 144 yards <laughs> and, uh, and two touchdowns. But that was oh, listen, man. I, this is wit- this is Wikipedia, dog. Like it's not. Any, it's out there. It's out there. People can look this up. I'm not bugging. I'm not. I'm not just plucking these numbers out of my, you know, out of I my keister it. here. I, um, I think we found a new segment. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but I'm going to, I mean, I just want to, I just want to get in the end zone. I mean, if I, anything else that comes with that, I want to just be able to score. I want to score in every game this season. That's kind of my goal, but um, that's my goal. I want to score in every game this season. If I could accompany that, every the yards, the catches, all that. 
that'll come. You know, I just want to get in that end zone. And, and, and you score. said they've got a bunch of rookies in the secondary. Yeah, I think they get, they're starting three rookies this year, well, you uh, were this week. First year players. I mean, I gotta show respect. You know, I, I'm a, I'm. I like it. Listen, humble, I am, humble in victory. I am. Um, I want to congratulate you on um, your touchdown. I want to congr- congratulate you on your first touchdown. Congratulate you on your first win of the season. Um, but even more important than all of that, I want to congratulate you on your first back-to-back Victor Cruz podcast shows. Uh, <laughs> two weeks in a row, man. So, <laughs> hate it, baby. Hate it. Yo, we're getting it done, man. I want to thank all of you for listening to the Victor Cruz show. Somehow PR breaks his way in here, so he's here. Producer Eric is always invited. Um, thank you, man. I'll see you guys after New Orleans. We're definitely going to make this a weekly thing, keep you guys uh, up to date on all things Victor Cruz as well as um, I guess we can talk about PR's life and his businesses. Um, I but might bring footage next show. You might? I might bring something. It's been, how long has it been? Like a year. It's over I a year bring, now since yeah, the footage. I might bring a, since, yeah. a jersey. I might bring a newspaper. Let's start with something. I might bring anything, something. Yo, I might, anything. Let's get a clip. I might bring something. I might bring something. Bring a JPEG in here that's for it. us to look at, I might man. bring something. Okay. 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 Listen. No, no, oh, that's right. That's right. Hold on. We're not going to say back then <laughs> representing my career. How, what was the shorts, uh, the height of your shorts when you were playing? <laughs> Was it above the VMO? With the VMO? My defensive stance was solid, though. Yes. Take us home, bit. Yo, thank you guys for listening. As usual, we're just up here having fun. Hope you guys are having fun, too. Thank you for tuning into the Victor Cruz Show. See you next week. Peace. Why join the U.S. Army Reserve? Sure, you'll be eligible for medical and educational benefits, but the Army Reserve offers much more. What most people don't realize is that the Army Reserve plays a vital role in the success of the U.S. Army by bringing new skills and perspectives to our nation's defense. Army Reserve soldiers help lead efforts in over 100 occupational specialties drawn from real-world experience, like law enforcement, medicine, and engineering. They learn skills and gain leadership training that gives them an edge in the nation's defense and in the civilian job market. When you join the Army Reserve, you're contributing to the safety of your community and country. Continue toward your personal goals while making a difference. Become part of the team, part-time, all-soldier. Learn how at GoArmyReserve.com.